This podcast is sponsored by Monarch Money. Are you saving to reach your financial goals? Reaching those goals isn't just about getting more money, but by managing what you have. And the best way to manage your money? Monarch Money. Monarch Money is a new kind of finance app that's intuitive, powerful, ad-free, and takes the headaches out of budgeting. Try it free when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Monarch puts all your accounts, investments, transactions, and finances at your fingertips. With a complete view of your finances, you'll gain insights on your spending and find new ways to save. Plus, Monarch lets you customize your dashboard, collaborate with your partner, set custom budgets and goals, and track your progress toward them. See why Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it, and why the Wall Street Journal named Monarch Money the best budgeting app overall. Get a 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H money.com slash podcast for your free trial. monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Let me close with this. There's a lot more I know we could talk about. I wish I had a chance to take all your questions, but I'm going to get in real trouble if I do that. <laughs> all kidding aside. No, I'm serious. All kidding aside, I'm going to get in trouble. Some 22-year-old girl here is going to get the 80-year-old president of the United States in trouble if he takes questions. Wait, more Led Zeppelin? I can't believe it. (laughs) Been a long time. Uh, Joe Biden is uh, is a big fat liar. He's not a big fat guy, but he's a big fat liar. We got a lot of those in Washington. Got the UAW strike started at midnight last night. They're phasing in strikes. You may recall that uh, Joe Biden not so long ago said that. Um, He thinks that the uh, U.S. auto workers strike is unlikely. It's unlikely to happen. That's what Joe Biden said. Wrong again, lunch bucket Joe. About how many things can you be wrong? Well, how many things are there? I think that's the natural next question. We're talking about Hunter Biden's gun charge. Then we get to go Joe Biden, the liar, and then the United Auto Workers strike. Um, But uh, President Trump was asked by Kristen Welker, NBC Fake News, Uh, Now, gosh, you can't say there's a two-tiered system of justice anymore, can you? Because Hunter Biden has been thrown in jail for 400 years. No, he hasn't. And his father's going to pardon him. And it took five and a half years to get here. And these are the gun charges that they had cut a sweetheart deal, as President Trump said, with uh, the prosecutors, his, uh, his lawyers and all that. But let's get to some more audio because... You know, of all the charges that Hunter Biden is potentially facing, and there are a great many, uh, this is probably the easiest one to deal with. You've got the Foreign Agents Registration Act, the FARA Act that he should be facing, money laundering, which he should be facing. Uh, What about all these tens of millions in ill-gotten gains for no discernible service or product? Um, who's buying his $500,000 spit art paintings anonymously from overseas, honestly. Um, And, you know, the lying on the form, bad, bad. And I'm not, like, thinking, 
I, I, I really am kind of not in favor of throwing people in jail for everything and anything. However, we should have equal justice under law. I think jail prison should be reserved for violent criminals who are a danger to society and, and you know, tax evasion or something. Uh, you shouldn't be thrown in San Quentin because that's crazy. Uh, but at the same time, if you're interested in equal justice under law, we've had a lot of lack of equal justice under law under the left here, the Democrats. And again, Enrique Tario gets 22 years for spending January 6th and 22 years in prison for spending January 6th in a hotel room in Baltimore for a seditious conspiracy, right? And an off-duty Pentagon police officer shoots and kills two people in a parking lot in Maryland, off-duty, who are pulling away, backing up in their car, and he gets 30 years or could get up to 30 years in prison for shooting and killing two people. The prosecutors tried to give Enrique Tario 33 years in prison. He didn't punch anybody. He didn't hit anybody. I think if you assaulted a police officer on January 6th, you should face charges for assaulting a police officer. There were police officers injured, more than 100. And at the riot at the White House with the Democrats, more than 180 police officers were injured by Democrats who brought M-80s to throw at them. That's an eighth of a stick of dynamite. Brought frozen water bottles by the pallet to throw at the police officers. It was organized. It was orchestrated. They set the Church of the Presidents on fire, St. John's Church across from the White House. The mob, the Democrat mob, tried to tear down the statue of Andrew Jackson in Lafayette Park. They assaulted the White House to the point where the president and the first family had to be evacuated to the nuclear bunker underground at the White House. And nobody faced any charges at all. More than 180 police officers injured. A sustained siege on the White House, torching the Church of the Presidents. Not a single day in jail for a single person. Equal justice under law would mean that the FBI is used to go crashing people's doors down in Alaska and North Dakota, which they've done over January 6th, to drag people out. You will pay the price. It also means that they accused Enrique Tario of seditious conspiracy. Uh, It means that if we're going to prosecute seditious conspiracies and tampering with our elections, that our CIA senior leadership engaged in a seditious conspiracy to change the outcome of the presidential election in 2020. Here, I have the memo right here. I have the headlines that followed. I have the interviews they did on television. That was a seditious conspiracy to change the result of our presidential election, and it worked. They were anti-Trump, pro-Biden, and they, oh, it has all the earmarks of Russian disinformation, the New York Post reporting on the Hunter Biden laptop. That was a seditious conspiracy to beat the band. And John Brennan and Mike Morrell are seditious conspirators. And, of course, Jeremy Bash, Dana Bash's ex-husband. You know, CNN. All right, so let's go to, uh, let's go to Congressman James Comer. Um who was asked about the indictment of Hunter Biden on three gun charges yesterday. He could face up to 25 years in prison, nine years supervised, released, $750,000 in fine, and fines, or his 
father could pardon him because, you know, I mean, honestly, it's so banana republic. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi yesterday, we played the audio for you yesterday of Nancy Pelosi saying that if, uh, first of all, she was lied to by Manderson Pooper. Well, Donald Trump said he'd use his Justice Department to prosecute his political enemies. Nancy Pelosi said that'd be a banana republic without the banana, which of course would just be a republic. But Manderson Pooper didn't follow up at all and say, well, you know, Joe Biden's Justice Department is prosecuting his political enemy, his political rival in a possible upcoming presidential election involving the two of them, while his son has skated free for years and years and years. So let's go to Congressman James Comer when he was asked yesterday about the Hunter Biden indictment. If I ranked those crimes 1 through 12, I would rank this one a distant 12. Uh, And ironically, this is the one crime the president's son committed that you can't tie back to the president. That is a key element in all of this. You see, the money laundering, the suspicious activity reports from the Treasury Department, the millions from Ukraine, millions from Russia, millions from China, all of those crimes and the Farah Act all beat a path right to Joe Biden's door. And this is the one, and the tax evasion too. And this is the one charge that cannot bring you right to Joe Biden, right? Hunter Biden has a team of high-paid lawyers, of course. One of them is a longtime Democrat Party operator named Abby Lowell, who uh, was angrily pounding the table yesterday because, you know, if the law is on your side, you argue the law. If the facts are on your side, you argue the facts. And if neither is on your side, you pound the table like Abby Lowell. This office has never brought a charge like this against anybody. Lie. Therefore, you have to ask what That's changed. That's a lie. It is the folks like Chairman Comer and the Republican MAGA crazies who have been pressuring this U.S. attorney to do something to vindicate their political position. And guess what? They succeeded. The Republican MAGA crazies like Chairman James Comer, who is not at the Justice Department, he has drawn attention to the corruption of the filthy, dirty Justice Department under Merrick Garland and under predecessors. The filthy, corrupt leadership of the FBI, uh, Congressman Comer has drawn attention to that. Uh, they don't believe in equal justice under law. I mean, he's a defense attorney and, you know, the, the $500 million house and, and everything else. Uh, because Democrats, you know, Congressman Byron Donalds is a good guy from Florida, and he was asked yesterday about the uh, the indictment, and uh, he is good. Byron Donalds is very good. Let's be very clear. If we weren't in a majority, nobody would be knowing anything about any of this stuff, and the Department of Justice was going to cover it up like they've been doing the last several years. So I think now there's going to have to be a real deep dive at Maine Justice about why there has been obstruction to this degree that's protected the son of the President of the United States. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. That's uh, you know, honestly, it's true. If the Republicans were not in charge of the House of Representatives, and to this extent, Abby Lowell is correct, uh, all of this would have been covered up. It all would have been covered up. They would have buried it in a shallow grave. Yes, sir. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Telling you, I'm telling you. Yeah. 
So what is this now? Um, well, you see, Chris, a bunch of Repu- uh, not Republican, Democrat political uh, appoint like the the elected officials from New York. They decided to hold a press conference in the middle of Manhattan about the migrant crisis. Uh-huh. You know what's in the middle of Manhattan? People. Uh-huh. So migrants and people are just coming up to them, screaming at them, flipping them off, and interrupting the event. They haven't been able to get it off the ground because people won't stop screaming at them and calling them names. I like it. I we're going to have to get some audio from I that, so. I think. Um, I'm glad to hear that. I think that's uh, very nice. Yeah, and uh, CNN, they've got uh, their ridiculous, ridiculous organization. They got a, 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 a former prosecutor on named Dan Goldman asked, is there a two-tiered system of justice? And he said, yeah, there is a two-tiered system, system of justice. And Hunter Biden is a victim of the two-tiered system of justice because he's got the bad tier of justice. I was That's- in the Southern District of New York. Um, we, we looked for felons who were in possession of guns. Uh, we did not you look did? for people who were subject to uh, substance abuse for 11 days in the possession of a gun. Um, so this is unusual. Days? And when you hear of the two-tiered justice system, Here it is. I would argue that Hunter Biden is getting worse of the worst of it because his last name is Biden, not the other way around. Yeah, he would argue that because he's a pimp for the Democrat Party. Dan Goldman, former prosecutor. Now, all of his cases should be reviewed now because we've just learned that he is. Uh, was he a prosecutor in New York? Where was he a prosecutor, Dan Goldman? Because there's another story out today, um, another Democrat story. New York bail laws. You know, the Democrats, they call it bail reform. That means the criminals are free to shoot you in the head. That's their plan. New York bail laws required most of 30 drug dealers busted on Long Island for peddling trank, cocaine, and fentanyl to be automatically released. The laws that the Democrats have passed, you got 30 drug traffickers on Long Island and... Listen to this, the New York Post again. More than two dozen alleged drug traffickers were busted for their involvement in three crime rings that peddled trank, very trendy these days, fentanyl, killing tens of thousands, and cocaine, Hunter Biden's drug of choice, throughout Long Island. But most of them were cut loose almost immediately. Thanks to New York's bail reform laws, the Suffolk County District Attorney's Office said on Wednesday, despite the seriousness of the allegations, only 10 of the defendants defendants charged in the sweeping case could be held on bail, and then they could be released on bail. And the other 20 were, quote, automatically released as we stood helplessly by, Suffolk County DA Ray Tierney said at a press conference. The three indictments containing a total of 132 charges said the alleged gang members, Duchesne Telfer, 30 years old, Paris Parks, 31 years old, Gabriel Fernandez, 33 years old, led separate investigations and uh, moved massive amounts of illicit narcotics. Their nefarious deeds allegedly led to the deaths of at least one person, Michelle Tomies, a 30-year-old woman whose six-year-old daughter was left without a mother after she accidentally overdosed on a lethal mixture of fentanyl, cocaine, and zalamine or zalazine or whatever this drug of the week is. 
the animal sedative con- commonly known by its street name of Trank. Doing Trank. Mm-mm-mm. Xylazine. I apologize. Xylazine. And uh, in New York, you know what happens? Uh, yeah, you know, you get a handshake and a sandwich and they uh, let you walk out the door because that's, that's your Democrat party. All right, uh, Michael, we haven't gone to a call in a long, long time. And uh, I'm ready to do that. Yes, sir. Hey, you know, President Joe Biden's plan to introduce a digital dollar is already nefariously underway, and it's very important to understand the potential consequences here. What they're telling us about the digital dollar is not true, and time is of the essence. So the time to act is now to protect your savings and your future from the digital dollar scheme of Joe Biden. You can do that by investing in gold and silver IRAs. You get started and get smart on that by calling my friends at American Alternative Assets at 888-4GOLD-20. 888-4GOLD-20 for American Alternative Assets. They'll give you all the information you need on safeguarding your retirement. Call 888-4GOLD-20. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. All right, we got Joe Biden lying coming up for you. Boy, is he a liar. I've got the the audio to prove it. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's go to the phones, Michael. Um, let's go to Ed calling from Charleston, South Carolina. Thanks for hanging in there, Ed. Ed, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey. Yes, sir. Uh, Chris, I have a conundrum, and I'm hoping you can um, help me resolve it. Um, the Democrats are totally against, apparently, now that Joe, what's his name, says it. The Democrats are totally ag- against Joe as a presidential candidate, but the Democrats are also totally against his impeachment. I mean, you would think that that's a, a contradiction. You'd Why have not? to have one or the other. Well, were it not for double standards, uh, liberals would have no standards at all, naturally. And you're right. It is, uh, and I understand your conundrum. It is a, it's a thinking man's conundrum. How can they maintain both positions at the same time, you're wondering? Yes, I'm a wonderer. Yes, I am. You, you, you know the answer, though, right? Uh, Democrat? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, they're hypocrites. Yeah, that's that's the thing. And I'm uh, thinking Groucho Marx here. You know, whatever it is, I'm against it. No matter what it's for, who, who commenced it, I'm against it, right? He's, yeah, Groucho was against so much. He's, he, he's very, very funny. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Uh, Ed, a uh, very good point to bring up. You know, what is it you're not against? 
You're against Joe Biden running again. You're against his being impeached for as many crimes and the bribery and the family racketeering. Sure. So a bunch of radical left-wing anti-American extremists tried to hold a press conference in New York City today. Where were they? Were they in Times Square? Wherever they were, New Yorkers came out to give them a little piece of their minds, which, uh, you know, can be a problem. Um, You know, make it a small piece. But the... The event didn't go very well. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Jerry Nadler, two members of the House of Representatives, and a guy who's like a cartoon stereotype of a New Yorker, I believe he's a member of the New York City Council, was there with them. And they came out to say, we've got to bring in millions of illegal aliens and give them free stuff and your jobs and your daughters. This was the point of their press conference. And... And it didn't go very well because they, they, uh, they had microphones set up and they were there to make their radical left-wing extremists anti-American case to the media who would doubtless carry their water for them. But people showed up, you know, taxpayers showed up. And as the New York City uh, uh, Council guy uh, standing next to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC is smiling like a dimwit and and uh, looking up at him uh, with moon eyes, and Nadler standing back there looking for the nearest pizza slice and hot dog stand. And uh, and it, uh, this is what it sounded like. We are joining the city and state. Thank you. I'm happy to be here with Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and members of our delegation as well as other members from other states that are here to see for themselves what the migration dynamic is in our nation. It's the migration dynamic in our nation, see? They, uh, the Democrats were outside of a hotel in Manhattan that's become a, a place where they've thrown lots of illegal aliens who the corrupt news media calls asylum seekers. You know, I'm seeking asylum from the Democrats. I'm seeking, I'm going to have to, uh, go someplace in America to seek asylum myself pretty soon. Drown out by protesters chanting, send them back and close the border, among other good things. And uh, welcome to New York. But I think these are folks that will take New York City to a better place. These are Every folks. crisis presents great opportunity. There's hope and opportunity in this building. So Every I crisis. To thank all my colleagues for coming. Every crisis uh, presents opportunity. That's uh, paraphrasing Rahm Emanuel, uh, never let a good crisis go to waste. And uh, give them all your jobs and give them all your stuff. And they're staying um, in hotels and taxpayers are paying for it. And then Joe Biden's going to give them billions of dollars to backfill. This is a contentious issue, but we are all Americans. And we all believe in the We're not all Americans. Hang on. We're not all Americans. No, that's the whole point, moron. You sound like a moron. You look like a moron. And uh, then when you uh, speak and I read your words, uh, you prove that you're a moron. This is, this is the Democrat Party. We're all Americans here. That's kind of the whole discussion. 
No, the Uzbeks are not Americans. The Chinese, the Chinese are not Americans. The ISIS smugglers in Mexico bringing the Uzbeks in are not Americans. There are more than 160 people caught so far this year on the terror watch list at our southern border are not all Americans. President Trump's last year in office, 2020, we caught three people at our southern border that were on the terror watch list. So far this year, more than 160 people on the terror watch list. He says, we're all Americans here. AOC is, you know, smiling like a dimwit and trying to get a word in. Yes, and ultimately, I think that there are three points of consensus here that are very important in getting a solution to important. this issue. The first is that there is, there is consensus here across geography and states. Obviously not. federal resources to cities and municipalities dealing with this issue. See this? The federal money. is to allow as soon as possible. Federal resources must be called in to the cities that are being affected by the Democrat Party's open border, let's end America, as we know it, policies. They are here to destroy the country. There is no doubt about it, none whatsoever. And she says there's consensus, as is obviously false by all of the shouting New Yorkers who have had more than enough. Let's go to uh, 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 former Congresswoman, now mayor of Los Angeles, Karen Bass, who is a radical left-wing extremist and anti-American and pro-open borders in a sanctuary state, California, and a sanctuary city, Los Angeles, uh, proving what a dimwit she is. What they're trying to do is destabilize cities because it's Chicago, it's Washington, D.C., it's New York. It's the narrative that these are Democratic-run cities and that we don't know how to govern and that everything is chaotic here. We live in That's a city the that narrative. welcomes immigrants. We live in and a, so listen I think to this. we have been able to handle it, but I am fearful that any day planes could start coming. We live in a city that welcomes immigrants, but I'm worried that any day planes could start coming in. You're worried that immigrants would come in to your sanctuary city where you welcome immigrants? You're a moron. Honestly. Karen Bass, former member of the House of Representatives. I think, man, there are so many dumb people on Capitol Hill, and she's now the mayor of Los Angeles, went from Congress to mayor of Los Angeles, and we welcome migrants. We just don't want any of them. Just don't send them here. No, leave them all in Texas so they can deal with six million illegal aliens on their front doorstep. Aren't they amazing? Joe Biden uh, made a speech yesterday, and uh, let me uh, let me go to the, here's the headline from the New York Post. Um, honestly, if you're a Democrat voter, you are probably a moron. That's just and. You are for destruction and crime and murder and carjackings and shootings and speaking some language other than English and schools that don't teach reading, writing, and arithmetic, but teach your boy that he's a girl and your girl that he's a boy and sexualize kindergarten, but only with LGBTQ sexualization, not heterosexual sexualization. Here is... uh, Joe Biden claiming that he was a professor for four years at the University of Pennsylvania where he taught political theory. Let me just uh, prime you on this. The New York Post has the story and the Washington Post doesn't because it's not a newspaper. Biden boasts teaching political theory at UPenn, 
but he never taught a single class at the Ivy League school. This has already been fact-checked before. He's made this false claim before. It's been fact-checked. It's a lie. President Biden, who never taught a single semester-long course at the University of Pennsylvania, mused on Thursday about when he used to teach political theory at uh, an Ivy League college. Our democracy is under attack. What? It is. You're right. fight for it. By you. I taught at the University of Pennsylvania for four years, and I used to teach political theory. And folks, you always hear every generation has to fight for democracy. And I found myself, it's automatic. We didn't have to believe it. It's automatic. You don't have to believe it. What? what it's completely incoherent. The man is a maroon. He needs to step down. The Democrats need to remove him from office. He's a complete idiot. I taught at the University of Pennsylvania for four years. No, he didn't. I used to teach political theory. No, you didn't. And folks, you always hear every generation has to fight for democracy. Yeah, like your son Hunter, he joined the Navy. In the Navy, you can snort a lot of coke. In the Navy, you can (laughs) poke. (laughs) And my mind went to the Russian prostitutes, but uh, that's another. So there he is. And uh, you may recall also the New York Post again. The New York Times doesn't have it. Joe Biden claims that, uh, and he's speaking to a group of rabbis on a telephonic conference call. And someone made a recording, thankfully, for those of us in the radio business. President Biden told a group of rabbis on Thursday that he was raised in the synagogues of Delaware, where there are no synagogues. I know, there are a couple. After previously claiming to have been raised by the state's then tiny Puerto Rican community. Here's Joe Biden yesterday on a conference call with rabbis. Tomorrow is Rosh Hashanah. And... um, Joe Biden just making up, again, he said that he was raised in the Puerto Rican community in Delaware, but I thought he was raised in Scranton. And then yesterday he told the rabbis this. I, uh, I might say raised in uh, might say. the uh, synagogues of my state. <laughs> you think I'm kidding, I'm not. You think I'm kidding, I'm not. I was a woman in Delaware. That's no joke. Uh, Beth Shalom was the home of countless friends for me. Beth Shalom was the home of countless events for me, and you might say he was raised in the synagogues of Delaware. Um, I should look up whether there's actually a Beth Shalom synagogue or ever was or when he was growing up. Remember he told these amazing stories about uh, things that happened to him and how his father was pro uh, transgender or something like that and made up stuff about buildings that didn't exist at the time. And We have a very, in relative terms, large Puerto Rican population in Delaware. And so I, uh, I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home politically. He was raised in the Puerto Rican community at home politically and he was raised in the Jewish community in the rabbis and the synagogues of uh, Delaware. And... <laughs> What is going on with the president? Is he just believing things that didn't happen did happen, or is he just randomly making stuff up? Um, you know. <laughs> wow. You're a Democrat party. So they're just adding to the list of mental defects on display with Joe Biden. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Mm-mm-mm. 
Uh, you're a Democrat party. All right, let's uh, let's go. Uh, what I know, there's more. There's always more to get to. We always have more. We could stay here and just go for 24 hours a day. I know. Uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to to Howard calling from Manassas, Virginia. Howard, you're on the Chris Plant show. Yeah, Chris, I've come up with three different things since I've been on there waiting for you. Three, uh, three things. Ask, uh, well, at least. I mean, one question I would ask whoever is Mr. Biden absolutely senile or just an absolute liar because he's one or the other. And when you were playing those clips of all those people shouting in the background at the meeting, I'm sure I agree with those people on this particular issue. But anytime they do those interviews, they ought to ask those people, "Okay, I hear what you're saying, but who'd you vote for? Yeah, that's right. I do not feel one bit sorry for those people. The only people I feel sorry for are the young people that don't have a chance to vote. And most of them probably vote Democrat, too, because they're indoctrinated. Yeah. But, you know, we the only thing that I hold on to, Chris, is that we have the truth and facts on our side. They have nothing but lies and deceit. They do all the Black Lives Matter, defund the police crap, reimagine the police. And look what's happening. We told them we told them it's going to happen. Now it's happening. And who's getting hurt the most? Black people. And, you know, the, the truth, I pray to God, is starting to come out, especially with black men. I see that poll the other day with suburban women who many of them pissed me off because they wouldn't vote for Trump last time. They better wake up because if they don't vote for Trump, I don't know who he's going to be running against. It looks like it will be him, probably, whether it's against Biden or Kamala or what's his face from California. The American people better wake up because we have the truth and facts on our side, and they have nothing but lies, deceit, and crap. God well, bless you. Thank yeah, you, yeah, you bet. Yeah, thank you for calling in. You know, they have the after-school Satan Club on their side. They got uh, they're organizing the after-school Satan clubs, and that ought to be revealing, but uh, apparently it's not. Now, Howard, you started, and uh, you're ready to go, and I appreciate that. You asked whether Joe Biden is senile or a liar, because it's got to be one or the other, you said. And I I might just, uh, you know, disagree with that a little bit. He could be both. Um, You know, a senile liar. He's been a liar all his life, and now he's 80 and he's Joe Biden. So I think he's probably both senile and a liar, and a pathological liar. And it's true, the people in New York did vote for these people who give you these policies, and And it's also true that we have the truth on our side, but we don't have the media on our side. And it's also true that we told them what was going to happen with their Black Lives Matter, which they abort 40% of the black population. Hitler exterminated 60% of the Jewish population in Europe. The Democrats, for several years, and uh, the Democrats exterminate 40% of the black, 400 out of every 1,000 black babies, uh, snuffed out. uh, But they do harvest their organs, you know, so you got to get something good out of it. And is Biden going to run or who else? Biden, I've been saying for months now, Biden will not be the candidate. And and with each passing day, I believe that he's closer to the exit because the Democrats recognize they have to, they have to get rid of him. And if you were listening earlier, Howard, I talked about some of the poll numbers out that uh, he's losing a black vote, Hispanic vote, youth vote, women vote, suburban women vote. Um, And he's out of his mind. He's, he is a, He's got a brain roughly the size of a pea, and there's a little tiny rodent nibbling away at it every day. Uh, the boy is not up to the job, and everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Mo Yarbrough and all his Democrat wanker friends, they all know it, honestly. Um, just, uh, just madness. Raised by the rabbis and the Puerto Rican rabbis and the 
all that good stuff. Just nuts, completely nuts. Equal justice under law. It's a fundamental American American tenant of value. I'm barely going to get to the United Auto Workers. Um, and I do have an update for the, the Democrats as they mutilate children. You know, genital mutilation of children. I've got an, an update for you on, on one young woman's battle for civilization and against the Democrat Party. That's coming up. The last three men charged with plotting to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer have been found not guilty. Others were found guilty in this scheme, but isn't this the one that the FBI set up and uh, staged and uh, drew people into? But the last three people on trial found not guilty of their their conspiracy. You know, we need the the FBI. Um, I got to tell you. The FBI. Uh, also, my friend Mark uh, texted me that there is, in fact, a Beth Shalom uh, synagogue in Wilmington because uh, his family uh, went there for years. So apparently it was. So Joe Biden remembered that much. But, uh, you know, that's that. They're just a ridiculous, a ridiculous group of, uh, of uh, and, and Joe Biden. Good Lord. What a what a nutcase. Oh, by the way, a company with uh, direct ties to the Chinese Communist Party We'll be getting billions of American taxpayer dollars to build an electric vehicle battery factory in Illinois, which is very close to military installations. And uh, the Biden administration will give billions of our taxpayer dollars to the Chinese Communist Company to build a plant uh, in close proximity to military facilities because, you know, they're not on our side. But the Chinese did pay... Lots of money to the Biden family, so you got to get a little something back, right? Uh, also, the Gateway Pundit has a, uh, a story today. YouTube is censoring videos of Ukrainian troops with Nazi flags and Nazi symbols and doing Nazi things because it doesn't help Joe Biden and the Democrats and the military-industrial complex to point out that there are a bunch of Ukrainians that are fighting the Russians who carry Nazi flags and do Nazi things and Nazi salutes and and all that stuff. Um, so YouTube is stepping on on the videos because they don't want the videos to get out. You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, the um, Gosh, I barely have time. Woman who transitioned to male at the age of 16 during what she called a chaotic time in her life. Her parents were getting divorced. She had a lot of anxiety. And the teachers at school convinced her that that's because she's really a boy trapped in a girl's body. And they took her to a hospital. And the hospital at the University of Nebraska, of all places, medical center, coerced her, she says, into what they call top surgery and hormone treatments to have her her breasts removed, her mammary glands, glands removed when she was 16. Well, she's 21 now, and she's suing the hell out of everybody involved. And that's uh, very good news. That's... Uh, that's great stuff, I got to say. I don't have time to get to the Denver homeless camp with a pop-up bar and a rentable prostitute tent. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, 
It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? Yeah. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.